0: Welcome to the Regional Update with me Jessica Strauss, the Weed Smart Project Manager and Communications Lead. Each fortnight on Mondays we interview a local expert from a different cropping region to provide you with a regional weeds-focused update let's get into it. In today's regional update we're doing our last regional update for the year for the southern region and our high rainfall zone agronomist Yana Dixon joins us for a regional update. She's based in Clare and is going to give a regional update of those areas around that region. How are you Yana? Yeah I'm going good thank you. Now firstly can you give us a bit of an update on what's happening in, in your patch around that Clare region in South Australia?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, I'm consulting around the Mid-North and Lower North region and, yeah, probably for the clients in the Lower North region, harvest just kicked off in the last week or so and, yeah, only really got a few days of harvesting weather in before a bit of rain has come in the last few days. So, yeah, in the Mid-North, Lower North regions, we've seen anywhere from probably 30 to 50, 60 mils in the last three days or so, which unfortunately is just a bit too late for that rain to benefit people's crops and yeah, really is just a bit annoying mm. and with harvest just beginning. So yeah, um, yeah generally it, it has been a below average spring and um, yeah, for this rain to come probably just at the wrong time, yeah, is slightly frustrating for most people.
0: Yeah that is a bit unfortunate I did have a look at that system I'm no weather expert but uh, it looked like it the rain lingered longer than it usually would Uh, yeah I saw a weather forecast which was sort of talking about how rain usually moves quite quickly through that region but this particular system really lingered and so yeah unfortunate that it's not going to be beneficial but yeah a bit of a strange one Yana but in terms of weed control issues at the moment what do people need to be thinking about in that patch?
1: Yeah, yeah, so I guess the people that are, have already started harvest, really just keeping an eye on paddocks which are a bit dirty and just probably making notes in the header and um, those sort of things. Um, people that are having a crack at a range of different harvest weed seed control tools, from what I've seen so far, the, the chaff lining still happening fairly well. There have been a few issues just with probably tougher harvesting conditions and, and green material in the mills. But yeah, that probably has been the minority that generally reports on yeah, using the the weed seed impact mills on headers. Yeah, so far this season has been pretty good. But yeah, probably yeah, just making notes on weed pressures going into next year that's gonna be really helpful for planning herbicide input and how the, the big six can be integrated next year. Definitely encourage farmers to get on the head of themselves and, and get over paddocks and just, yeah, make notes. It's probably not seen too many, too many massive blowouts this year. We did probably see pre-emergent herbicides working quite well at the start of the year and then, yeah, dried off in spring. So we didn't, didn't probably see massive blowouts, but, yeah, there still is enough ryegrass.
0: Entatic. Okay, that's uh, yeah, that's good to hear from you on that perspective, Jana. And you did mention there that uh, you know planning is something that farmers need to be starting to think about as well. And uh, we do catch up every week with the extension Agronomist for Weed Smart around the country, and the topic of chemical shortages and how that's going to pose some. Uh, difficulties for people did come up. What would your advice be around planning and making sure that you know you're confident that you've got everything you need in place for next year, Yana?
1: Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure most growers have probably have been contacted by the uh, chemical suppliers or agronomists, and and definitely we are seeing chemical plans happening a lot earlier than what we normally would be doing. And in some instances, it kind of has forced us to steer away from groups that we've been using quite a bit. Um, For example, propizamide, we know, has a a massive product shortage at the moment. So, yeah, yeah, it has almost, yeah, forced us into mixing up the group. But again, in some instances, it might also, yeah, we might have to rethink our normal strategy of mix and rotate and look at different options. So probably, yeah, one, just being proactive in ordering inputs and having plan Bs in place. So, yeah, normally where you might use, for example, for in canola, looking at other options available, such as overwatch in a mixture or, yeah, the new product out tenant that's available in canola. And, yeah, definitely prioritising paddocks for what might get the premium ryegrass control treatment, what might not. And also I'm finding, yeah, when consulting with my clients, if we are required to use probably a ryegrass, a pre-emergent product that isn't ideal it's yeah slightly lower efficacy we're then bringing in all right what other non-herbicide tools that we can really ramp up next year to yeah still not compromise our ryegrass control when we might not be able to use the products of choice so yeah all sorts in the big six that crop competition has been a big one that's come up prioritizing nutrition and and yeah looking at Adopting harvest weed control strategies um, going into next year as well.
0: Very good advice, Yana. And this is our last southern update for the year. Is there anything else that you'd like to mention or any tips you'd like to give for people over this harvest period uh, that they should be thinking about, Yana? Yeah, probably
1: the big one that just comes to mind at the moment is getting resistance testing done so when we now have access to a bit of a a cheaper resistance test that's come out of plant science consulting which includes getting seven pre-emergent herbicides tested when you collect ryegrass seed so now's the time to be doing it just prior to harvest if you haven't got around to it doing it before harvest you can actually get ryegrass seed maybe out of the The grain sample, or even just off the ground in the paddock, or um, the head out the back of the header rows as well. So yeah, definitely we are seeing more and more interest in resistance testing now. Yeah, getting those seven pre-emergent tests done for a cheaper price. So yeah, that's going to be really good insights going into next year. So now's the time to be doing it. we have probably yeah got a few months up our sleeves to get the riser, but yeah, we definitely encourage growers and agronomists to. Have a go at that if you haven't already. And yeah, it's going to be very valuable going into next year just with pre-emergent mixes and, um, yeah, probably some rising costs as well. Just being, yeah, as strategic as possible with our mix and rotate strategy with herbicides and, and understanding what the actual level of resistance is on farm. Yeah, it, it really does help with decision making. So we definitely encourage that.
0: Definitely, really good advice and yeah, it's never too late. I've seen a few comments on Twitter that, you know, it's really hard and we can totally uh, empathise with that but like you said, if you do forget to get some seeds out of the paddock when you're harvesting, you can always go back and grab some off the ground. So that's really good advice and like you said, really valuable information for making those decisions next year. Jana, we'll wrap it up there but thank you so much for joining us and yeah, we look forward to your insights next year as well. So thank you so much for, yeah, being part of the Weed Smart team. Thank you so much.
1: But thanks, Jess. It's great to be enrolled. And all the best to everyone for Harvard.